Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult. Not to mention understanding it. Having a disability, whether blindness or another, can be difficult too. Sometimes a person wonders if God is even there. Yeah, but in room 4216... God shows us his path and we find... We are not alone. Hi, everyone. Hello. It's Pastor Dave. And Cecilia. Back with you again. I love doing these podcasts. It is great, and it's good to be with you, to be able to talk and share, encourage. We like your feedback and support. Mm -hmm. We're well underway with the next Bible study. And yet, there are two thoughts crossed our mind. One, we weren't quite ready in the production run. You see, it takes a lot of study and preparation to do these. And, uh, well, no, we're not quite ready yet. <laughs> and since our list has grown significantly since lesson one. Wow, and we're on lesson 16 now? Yes. Mm. Some of you might not even know what room 42... Do you know, Cecilia, what room 4216 stands for? I know what room 4216 stands Uh, for. Do you know what room 4216 stands for? Well, how about we share that with the listeners this week? It's a rerun, but it's a good one. Because we We are are not not alone. alone. Pastor Dave, where have you taken us off to? (laughs) Well, Cecilia, we're going to go on an adventure. All right. I like adventures. What's this one going to be? We're going to explore the Word of God. Oh, dear. Sounds more like a lecture where you talk and I sit quietly and say things like, No. Wow, Pastor No, Dave, we're not going to do the lecture. We're going to explore the Word of God together. Oh. All right. And just how are we going to do that? Well, it's not going to be that we're going to flip from this verse to that verse because a lot of those who will be listening do not have that ability to do that. No, that's true. We don't. And so instead, we have in mind the fact that our listeners will be listening and we're going to use the concepts of oral culture. And just what is oral culture? Well, most people don't realize, but the Word of God was transmitted, shared from person to person originally, long before it was written down, and they did so with understanding how we speak and how best to hear and understand it. deals a lot with concepts more than specifics at that moment. You're... You're talking in some pretty highfalutin language, Pastor. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll touch more on the oral culture a little bit later, though. And just exactly what is going to make this Bible study different from all the other podcasts out there? Well, one key factor is you and me. We both have a disability. <laughs> well, duh. That's well, that, true. Uh, at least that's what the world says. Uh, both Cecilia and I are totally blind. And looking at the Bible from a person who's blind gives a whole different view, excuse the pun, from what you'll hear or read in other Bible studies. Because God does care about people with a disability. Ah, so you've been blind most -hmm. of your life. You went through seminary. You've been a parish pastor. And you served as head of Lutheran Blind Missions for many years, which entailed a lot of different things. Indeed, and Cecilia, you also have been deeply involved, being blind all your life, experiencing studying God's Word from that. You helped up 
open many of the outreach centers that are still in existence today, as well as uh, ran uh, how many outreach centers? One or two yourselves, yourself. So, what are we going to do during this Bible study? Well, sometimes we'll actually read a section of the text. Ah, not that we're going to just read straight through for half an hour, but we do need to know what God's Word says. Right. We'll also look at the law and the gospel in the text. The law tells us what we should do, not that we do it, but the gospel tells us what God does, our salvation. Indeed. After looking at a section or a text, we will have a takeaway. Ah, a precious jewel. A little gift, a surprise that God gives us. The, the... Yeah, the heart of the matter. Exactly. Yes. Still other times, we will be looking at the catechism as it relates to the text. The catechism. That was that book I studied in Confirmation. Ah. Are we going to have dogmatics, too? I mean, hey, if you have your cats, you got to have your dogs. Mm, yes, we'll have dogmatics, which is the organized study of God's Word into different sections. We will also have character studies. Yeah, it's a lot easier to see principles in action than to hear a lot of highfalutin words and try to live up to them. Mm-hmm. There'll also be historical studies. What was it like back then? And why did people do the things they did? We will also have discipleship moments. The perfect Christian. What are the morals, values, and principles which motivate him or her? And also then, we'll have the how God sees it moments. Sometimes things just don't seem fair or good or beautiful. But when we look at it, from heaven's point of view, we see it in a whole different way. When doing a Bible study, it is helpful to have a Bible. <laughs> Indeed it is. In Lesson 1, we demonstrate several copies and examples of the audio Bible. Um, we talked about where to get others as well. We're not going to do that this time. Um, if you'd like to have more information about where to find a good Bible, you can get it in one of two ways. First, you can go back and listen to Lesson 1 in its entirety. You can do so by going to www.not-alone.net and looking for room 4216. Or you can write to us. Our email address is info, I-N-F-O, at not-alone, that's N-O-T-A-L-O-N-E, dot net. Pastor Dave, it's all well and good to be talking about different versions and translations of the Bible, but mm -hmm. let's be honest. As a disabled person, I've been lambasted by some verses that really don't make me feel all that great. It almost seems as though God doesn't even like people like me. Uh, uh, got an example? 
I was hoping you would ask. Oh. I'm reading from Leviticus chapter 21, beginning at verse 16, and I am using the uh, NIV Bible in Braille. Okay. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, For the generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer the food of his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No man who is blind or lame, disfigured or deformed, no man with a crippled foot or a crushed hand, or who is hunchbacked or dwarfed, or who has any eye defect, or who has festering or running sores. Oh yeah, that verse. Mm Mm-hmm. I had that thrown at me by a professor when I was at the uh, seminary. Really? Yeah, and he used that verse to say, I will stand against you and, and work in my, all my power to stop you from being a pastor. Wow. Um, and to uh, be honest, for a day or two, I just kind of scratched my head and I read it and reread it. And it finally dawned on me, he stopped too soon. You got that open yet, don't you? Would you read verse 21? Verse 21? Yes. Sure. No descendant of Aaron, the priest, who has any defect, is to come near to present the offerings made to the Lord by fire. Okay. Made to the Lord by fire. Any offerings, offspring of Aaron. So what we're talking about here is not people in general but we're talking about priests. But we're not just talking about priests, we're talking about those who offer by fire. That means it's the high priest of the year. Not all priests, but one specific priest. Now we turn to the New Testament, to the book of Hebrews, chapter 7. We find that the high priest is Jesus, and that he was perfect and offered the perfect sacrifice himself in the, so that all sins might be taken care of. And by that, do you notice that now the New Testament doesn't even speak about priests anymore? Because Jesus fulfilled that, we call it office or position. And that's now why uh, people are called pastors and teachers. Because Jesus is the high priest who offered the sacrifice for all our sins. I thought the New Testament did talk about priests again. Well, it, it sort of does, but in a whole different light. Uh, in First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, You are a royal priesthood. It means all Christians now are priests. Not just one, but all of us. And that our, the, what we offer are our thanksgiving and praise and prayers of petition. No longer is it something for uh, to take away sin, but instead to praise God as well as to help other people by bringing our prayers to God. All right, you've explained that one. Mm-hmm. But I do have several others I can point out. Oh, I know, but I'm going to stop you because we're going to get to all those as we do the Bible study, and we'll <laughs> look at each one of them. And I'm confident, I know, that we will see that in all of these, that we are special to God, and he has chosen us, chosen you. Yeah, 
chosen me. Isaiah 42, 5-7 This is what God the Lord says, He who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and all that comes out of it, who gives breath to its people, and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. Now, some of you still may doubt it or not be so sure the truth of this, that you are special. But if you continue on the adventure with us in room 4216, I think you will begin to believe and appreciate it. Adventure. Intrigue. Mystery. What have we gotten ourselves into? Which begs the question... Where have we gotten ourselves into? Room 4216. Isaiah 4216. I will lead you who are blind by the ways you have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide you. I will turn the darkness into light before you and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake you. Music credit goes to Robert Vaughn, our versatile and very talented guitarist. <laughs> 